0: hello
1: <laughs> two two hello
0: hello boys and girls and welcome back to the podcast everybody at Exclaim magazine has been talking about this is industry tactics a celebration of Canadian weird my name is friendly Rich and uh, some days more than others, you get super proud to be Canadian and this is one of our great songwriters it's a talk I had with wax mannequin prepare to be dazzled I, I visit his house in uh, just outside just this side of Hamilton Ontario and uh, what a treat what a treat it was thank you wax you're a gentleman hope you guys enjoy this podcast a chat with wax mannequin <laughs> good start here back on industry tactics yeah in the living room of wax mannequin thank you for having me
2: hey rich thanks for coming over
0: you sound great
2: thanks i feel great thanks for coming over to talk i like talking uh into this microphone so
0: right like this yeah maybe a little yeah, yeah. split the difference yeah you sound great Woo, and thanks. boy we had a little bit of technical glitches off the, right off the bat, we started with some off-air tactics here. <laughs> yes, serious in your tactics. living room. Uh, so some things I've already learned before we even dive into your world.
1: Okay.
0: Product from China, risky business when you're running a podcast.
2: Oh yeah, we had a we had an, an SD disaster.
0: SD like an SD disaster, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. And we have the beauty stage left to your right if you're watching at home in the VR in the corner. Wax's wife, Heather, yeah. is mad canning over there. And we are periodically going to hear the Popinski of the cans <laughs> as they release. Yeah?
2: If we're like, if we're, if we're I think it's, they'll respond to our, 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 our dynamic here.
0: So as we hear that, we acknowledge it. We will will bow to the worship of the can,
2: and we know that we'll, we're doing a good job if the cans feel comfortable enough to uh, pop. That's and, how I. That's that's how I can tell if uh, if 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 my if, if, if I have a good guest. It's the jam cans just start popping.
0: Cans be jamming, and I'm sitting yeah. in a dynamite chair here. What could go wrong apart from our fried memory stick? But what could go wrong? I'm sitting in a chicken. A chicken chair yeah, yeah reupholstered yeah, yeah. chicken chair in your living room
2: cladet upholstered that cladet heather's mom uh,
0: beautiful name. These,
2: uh, these these secondhand chairs and was telling us i'm gonna give you these chairs for for your house oh and we're reupholstering them and, and i'm upholstering them she, she told us she says and i i you know she'd never upholstered before and yeah I, like isn't that hard to do and she says yeah. no I'm, I'm doing it I'm, and she took apart another chair to sort of figure out all the sizes of the pieces uh-huh. and she took a staple gun and, and just wow. did a beautiful beautiful job i'm um, honored First to time be here upholster.
0: on, on yeah. this chair let me get up for a second for those of you viewing on the VR. Look at that
2: there's chicken. A, there's a lot on there. There's a lot of...
0: Uh, Let me take you closer. If you're watching with... Now, you should be watching this with Samsung, Gar, or Google Cardboard at home. <laughs> look down and observe those chickens. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to it. Um, should I call... Uh, wax. Should I call you Wax? That's okay. Or Wax? Oh, ho, ho. Two, yeah. two weirdos here we are in, hey, that's in tr- your living room. That's true. I, I said it earlier. I mean it. I mean I feel like we we connect. Yeah. Over. Do you feel like you're weird? You, yeah. With what you do in your music,
2: I think that's that's a, a descriptor, an apt descriptor. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes a, a shorthand. I, I don't. I don't. I think early on, in, I, I was like just thought it would be appropriate to, 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 I liked weird things and, and mm-hmm. made weird and was consciously making weird music. And now you were consciously making, I think it, a, you, yeah. you, you enjoyed that. You, think you, you yeah. went there. Yeah. yeah. Admittedly. And okay, and okay. over Interesting. the years it's just, uh, yeah. it becomes a form and you stop, it stops being so self aware, but nevertheless, when asked to describe my music, sometimes that's that, that, that qualifier you are slips, a weirdo. slips in there just, uh, like, yeah weird, weird music, weird folk music, it, 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 right. it keeps people, it keeps the, the wrong people away, I think, if, if you throw in a, a miss, uh, you know, a, a, wild card like that, people who want folk music aren't gonna, aren't gonna show up, because it's weird folk music, and they'll know, that's not my kind of folk music,
0: Oh shit, <laughs> how many years have you that's been, how many years have you been at it, um, oh, okay, uh, what do you,
2: what, what do you mean by it,
0: well, when when you first started out trying to be weird or or going after the weird, seeking the weird knowing the weird embracing the weird when you started making music, when was that like are we talking twenty year
2: yeah i think making like, you, that qualifier it, we can't we can't hog it to ourselves it's uh-huh. it's, it's a it's sort of a any, long any, line anyone who would uh would try to make things and and feel feel uh, compelled to 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 get them out there is mm-hmm. is uh pretty, pretty, uh, you know, a pretty rare breed mm-hmm. to begin with. And it's a weird, a weird, uh, life choice. And so I started making music, um, writing songs in my, in my teenagerhood, and, and started really uh, traveling with it in my early twenties. Uh, the insistence of my friend, Joey, who, uh, had gone a, on a, uh, a, a a a a long adventure out west and back and met met a lot of friends in in the far reaches of this country and and insisted that uh, that he that he that he that he book a tour for me and so uh-huh. I, I went on a when i was 22 i think i went on my first uh first tour west and it was harrowing it was, it was sort of in october and mid october and that was like back when i started that in 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 many of the Prairie provinces, that was winter. I don't know if it's still mm-hmm. winter now in October, mm-hmm. but it was. It was. Like, it was really unexpected to see the, not only the the breadth of the terrain of this country, but the, you know the, the diverse, frightening weather patterns, as I, as I uh, went, went west and hit the mountains and and everything for the first time. Mm. And uh, yeah, that's. I mean, writing music long before the traveling, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really, that was the weirdest thing that I had ever done is, 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 uh, you know.
0: And always under the name Wax Mannequin?
2: Oh, I always used that name. Yeah? Yeah. yeah.
0: Where does that come from?
2: Can't, I, I don't know exactly. I, it was, I think it came up with it when I was, I was reading a lot in university mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it came from some, uh, some, some, some philosophical piece that I was reading. And, uh, okay. and, uh, I didn't look
0: back. And, and, and what were you studying in university?
2: Well, I was studying uh, uh, English and literature and, okay. and, and art and visual art.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, I was
2: really into the. You know, I was really, I was really in that scene. My, my you know, my first couple of years of university, and then started just putting all my. You know, I was making art, and then uh, started making music
0: a lot more. I've, uh, after, I've talked yeah. about this a lot. The idea. So you've, you So visual arts is a is a thing in your world, eh?
2: Yeah, more more in the uh, in the spirit of it. I grew up with my mom's an artist, and oh wow, uh, and uh, was was really into that for a good a good number of years there, a good number of formative years. Mm -hmm. And somehow it just uh, just got my my creative juices got funneled into uh, music making.
0: Okay, there's something about early twenties. There's something about applying a a visual arts mind or brain to music that I, I've I've been observing it and I'll name a bunch, you know, the Nihilist spasm band. I'm just going to riff on, you know, the residents, uh, uh, many other weirdos, people who just take a different slant on it. I've noticed come from a bit of a visual arts world. I don't know what it is, but every time it comes up, I'm fascinated by that. And I go, Oh, Another one from that, from that cut of cloth. It's so interesting to me because it's, I don't know what the hell it is. There, there, I think there's something there. I think it's just because because let's face it, a music education straight down the, you know, like straight from the Royal Conservatory of Music mm-hmm. is going to breed. I think usually one kind of musician, but coming at it from a different angle, maybe mm-hmm. is is an interesting thing. What what else kind of made your music education? I'm trying to figure out how you kind of became you. You know. Okay. Um. um
2: I think yeah. The other thing, other things that yeah. I did to be a musician <laughs> was uh, oh, I played I played bass in a band. Uh-huh. for you, years I'd been in playing,
0: Hamilton. The, are you from Hamilton originally? Yeah. Well, I was. I
2: grew up in Caledonia and um,
0: Caledonia.
2: I did some youthful uh, musical lessons then, mm-hmm. not, not, uh, you know, not too intensive, but over the years I, I did some piano and some guitar and things. Okay. Uh, and whenever I'd learn uh, a bit uh, of music, I would uh, write because uh, that was the most natural uh, thing to do. I felt when I, when I learned a new chord on the guitar or mm. you know, learned a bit about piano is I would just come up with things that I thought sounded good. Um, And so that sort of took over for many years, Mm. just uh, writing and writing and exploring the sounds of the guitar and and putting together things that I liked. Um, And I really got away from, uh, you know, playing other people's music for a long time,
0: uh, which... uh, You got away from that? Yeah. So so you started pretty early wanting... To get that voice like your own work like did that come early for you like as a yeah, i think that was always a motivator for yeah, yeah. uh
2: for me as as a music musician okay uh, you know the whole purpose was like and the whole the whole interest and in, yeah and the drive behind it was as a as a as an outlet as a as a way to express uh, stuff yeah and make things yeah. and so it was a you know and then when i got into to to the art school it was a natural. It just seemed like a, a, another another medium, and uh, kind of uh, yeah, as you say, uh, my my uh, visual art urges or performance art urges yeah. just uh, yeah. were, were sort of projected into th- into the musical medium. Because um, yeah, as a as a as a as a, as a way to, as a way to make things and yeah. communicate them effectively and and efficiently quickly. I mean, there's a tr- there's a trade-off. You, you know, music is really performed. Music's really ephemeral, and it never mm-hmm. and it's always the same. It's never the same twice. And I've had uh, people in the visual arts uh, or visual type artists, uh, you know, exp- I don't know what, what's the word. Lament's not the word, but just like uh, be, uh, seem confounded that that you know musicians sort of suffer this this the ephemerality of our music in that yeah. we, we play it and it's gone and we don't keep it but we do in, 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 yeah. in you know but the instant of music uh in its purest form in the form it should be okay uh, taken in you know as live as a live uh production is yeah. is you know it's really it's really nothing because it passes so it passes into memory
1: mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
2: anyways I, i'm i'm I think I, I think I was spiraling off your uh, your your initial question. I think I probably forgot what it was.
0: It was, no. uh, ha- hang on, it was, uh, oh, alas, I forgot too. I forgot too. Two weirdos sitting in your living room in Hamilton. That's what we... I really admire your Hamiltonias. You're the first Hamiltonian on the Industry Tactics podcast. So
2: I accept that that brand, uh, that label. And you should even wear though, it proudly. We, well, I do, very proudly. I see
0: it. I see it in the way you roll.
2: I think pure Hamiltonians, though, would, would scoff because right. I'm, I'm up on the hill, up, yeah. up the West Mountain, up yeah, yeah. in Ancaster. Uh, Let's say it.
0: <laughs> all right. Okay. But listen, <laughs> we're going to call you Hamilton and, and let the, let them scoff. <laughs> um, I, interv- I interviewed recently Jenny Mitchell oh, for uh, one of the first Guelphites. And totally. there's, so there's a lot of these beautiful communities i really love the way you you know i used to associate and i still do to, to a large extent uh i come from brampton ontario you know the mm-hmm. the, the suburban vibe is strong yeah. right and did you grow up in you grew up in caledonia
2: yeah it was very neighborhoody it wasn't yeah. suburban uh, 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 okay. it wasn't suburban the same way that Ancaster's suburban but it was uh, it was enough uh it was normal enough to rail against and and to want to, to to, to feel like I would, you know, to feel like there's got to be something more than this. So it's funny that I would uh I would uh, end up in the burbs and be, really, be very content here and comfortable. You are.
0: I, I listen. I have to tell you. I have to tell you. Driving up to your in my Hyundai Elantra Taring tonight. Driving up to your uh, your your driveway. I felt a, a a sense of calm, and another one of the things that I have noticed we're two weirdos here in a living room in your living room, your beautiful living room here I don't necessarily I think weird comes sometimes from like I don't want to judge the suburbs. I've said this a lot mm-hmm. like I think the nine o five i think anywhere is perfectly capable of making weird and and a truly unique artist lives here and it's you know for me that's very special it's like a lot of people kind of come down on the suburbs as a place that that can't foster creativity I just don't agree with that
2: Yeah, I, d- I did for years not as a place that couldn't foster creativity but just as a you know as you were
0: against the suburbs for
2: Yeah, as, as just the you know the um
0: uh, I get it you know, yeah yeah I think the, we the, all get it right the, yeah
2: but it's you know just mm-hmm. the the simplest sort of lifestyle that is, is easily it doesn't seem complex enough to yeah. to warrant uh, you know it to warrant humans <laughs> and we'd got we la we're laughing at the suburb the idea of moving to suburbs all yeah. along while we were looking for a house and yeah. and it took us a long time to to find a, a house and. So, Until uh, our friend said, why don't you just, our realtor friend said, why don't you just look at these houses and, mm-hmm. and see if, you know, if you, you know, see why, why just see why you don't like them. And, and, uh, and, uh sure enough, it checked all the boxes and, right, and, uh, right. and it, it hit that deep. Uh, thing that you describe that calm driving through here mm-hmm. it they always creeped me out too when you're driving through and they still do when mm-hmm. you when all the houses are the same mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, the same exactly the same and different is is uh, something that's always uh yeah enticed me yeah something about yeah. the pattern of of exactly the same and different that that is uh, is musical I think
0: I yeah I also think like I really admire the fact that these homes may look may have a similarity to them sure you know every suburb i get it mm. but i love it because i i love finding the tinker the guy who's built a mechan the only guy in canada who's built a mechanical organ in his tool shed named oh, yeah. hank yeah, yeah or or you finding like you're doing a thing here in your i'm doing a thing in my 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 bungalow feels very you know what i mean like mm. i i grew up in a very similar environment and i I start to look at it and go, it's about the people that occupy it. And you, you, uh, like I'm just thinking about you while driving here, going. You, yeah, I know. Like we've met each other many times over shared stages, and 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 I. I know you're fighting the fight to make your weird. Your voice, continue right in the beautiful career you're having in music. Has taken a huge challenge. It's been a, probably a great challenge, I think. Right? It's not as it. I'm I'm speaking for you. I don't know you that well, but I want to say that I feel like you've had to work mm-hmm. at preserving what you love about doing this. Is, is that fair to say?
2: In, yeah, in a, in a few ways, I think. But I mean, that's probably true of any of course any artist. But uh, but uh, absolutely, absolutely.
0: And your fresh home. From a month-long tour across the country. Yeah. Yeah. I let's am. talk about it. Okay. But before we do, let's play the log riders waltz, your version. Do you well, have a recording?
2: Oh, I don't have a recording of the
0: that. The log drivers waltz. Yeah, I
2: don't have a recording of that. I'm afraid.
0: Let's talk about it. Okay. I I, I love the fact that you do that tune. Um, it's beautiful. Is it? Do you do that tune? Is that a regular part of your set? It was for a okay. couple of
2: years there. Uh, it it. Uh, so it was good. a nice topper for for or a nice shift in gears. Uh, uh-huh. You know, as I'm sure you can appreciate. Sometimes, uh-huh. uh, you know, when you have a, sometimes you can paint yourself into a dark corner within a, in a set of songs, and uh-huh. uh, you know, if you structure it right, you can bust out with something that is Completely incongruous and completely right all at once, and that song uh served that purpose in in the grand in in the in the in the the sort of flow of my set for a a good couple of years there, a good year or so, while I was
0: touring quite steadily. Um, I loved it, I love the feel of it, I love the placement of it, I love the and 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 I love the fact that you you did that and your arrangement is beautiful. I'm it's interesting to me to hear that you have not recorded it. No, I haven't. Um, I don't, you know, I've done, you I've recorded like a few cover theater, but, songs. Yeah.
2: Yeah. For me, you know, I've always loved that song, uh, yeah. as you know, because yeah. of its, its, its heritage and it's, 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 it its, resonates. its, after, its after school sort of yes. incongruous thing that would, would come on with that, that little animation and, yeah. And, uh, the national film board piece and Wade, with Hemsworth and the McGarrigle sisters singing. Yeah. Right. And, um, and so it has a very special place in my heart, and I think uh, a lot of uh, people of my generation who, who come to the shows, yeah. would, 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 it would hit that same nostalgia, yeah, yeah. but uh, for me, it was a performance. Uh, as much as I like the song, I used it as a, as, a, as I say, like a, a, a necessary uh, shift in gears or, or, or performance a set piece in my performance to okay. uh, move it move it like a transition piece to move it to a different part of the the set i can sort of introduce other songs of mine afterwards without setting to seeming to ah you know it's, yeah. it's seeming too uh, out of place okay yeah it was, it was just a song that i played that was a lot of fun and i, yeah. I want to balance i want i want to play like i have a lot of morose music some of it's very up-tempo and, yeah. and happy melodically uh major uh and and some of the some of it's just very thematically dark but my it's my goal of course at the end of the show is everyone should walk away feeling good okay. and like they had like a cathartic party so it's a song that fa- that fit that that puzzle it I made that happen for me
0: I like the idea now then of uh, borrowing from that model. Why don't we Why don't we start with one of your dark, dark tunes? Set Set one up for us here, and then we'll see if we can end it on a more cheerful tone. But let's okay. go dark.
2: Sure. There's. Uh, well, this is a song. Uh, it's, it's it's. Goodbye. This is a song called God's Love. God's love. Yeah. And it's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, I mean. It's it's dark and funny.
0: <laughs> Nothing like it. Here it comes now.
1: I, yeah.
3: This is the end of my love for you. That's what God wanted to tell you. Toad.
0: Okay, so what was that all about? What the hell's going on there?
2: Well, that's a, it's a God's love, and that's a breakup song. Oh boy! And I wrote that song uh, a good years, years ago when mm-hmm. I was planning on breaking up with uh, someone, uh, ending a relationship, and uh, so I wrote that song, and uh, with different words. And then when the song was finished, it, it occurred to me that it's a it's a rotten way to end, to break up with someone. Yeah, sing a song. It's not not uh, not not a gentlemanly thing to do, and so I changed the words. I didn't sing. Uh, I didn't. I didn't sing the, the song to the girl, and I changed the words, and now it's a song about God breaking up with you.
0: Oh, fantastic!
2: Because that's uh, funnier, scarier.
0: Love you, love you. So tell me this: the tour you've been doing this. At, can I say over twenty are? No, I would say if,
2: yeah. Well, you, care, you could. I, I <laughs> might might quit back that it's been yeah approaching fifteen years.
0: Fifteen, eh? Yeah. How, let's rifle through some questions. How many recordings have you released? Uh, six full length records and a smattering of sort of EPs and and, uh, and and shorter shorter collaborative pieces and stuff. And you've toured like hell. Yeah, like you've done the up and down of the country a lot. Like. A lot, right? Lots and lots, I suppose. I, I know, love it. If
2: I were to count, I don't. I wouldn't. I would lose count. <laughs>
0: and and um, six records ish. More, 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 and and other collaborations, right? Yeah. How how has it shaped with? Your musical family, like, like who are some of the people that you, I know Jenny Omnicord. Okay. I know you do a lot of work with her or you've collaborated with her a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Who else is in your, your world of weirdos?
2: Well, we, uh, I've, I've toured a few times with the Burning Hell, Matthias Calm.
0: Right. Um,
2: definitely a like-minded fellow.
0: Yeah. Um. And how do you tour with the Burning Hell? Is it solo, or how do you how do you plan that? Well, it's it's
2: been a few years, but okay. uh, we're we're kind of friends that yeah. pick it up where we left off when we when we cross paths, and uh, we uh, I think it started with just some some uh, you know shared bills, some some opening spots, uh-huh. but then we did a trio tour uh, at one point. It must have been two thousand. 11 I may, okay. I may be wrong was it that long ago huh. Matthias and Vish Kana and I yeah. went west and back uh, as two bands all packed into a little Fun. Into a little Ford and uh, Fun. you know a three piece uh, that we just sort of rotate and those the two those two would back me up for mm-hmm. the Wax Mannequin set and mm-hmm. I would play bass uh, for Matthias and it was one of the most f- fun, loving, memorable adventures I've had uh, as you know, touring with the band. I don't usually tour with other people, but I can see the appeal if if it uh, if it's as fun as that as that tour was.
0: And this last tour that you did, then how did how did um was that that was you? Plus, didn't you tour with? Was it Miss? Who who did you tour with last? Just this last tour. Okay, I. uh Okay, so was it solo?
2: Yeah, it was a solo tour. But I, I went westward and uh, uh-huh. met you know met my brother out in Vancouver, and uh, we oh, yeah. traveled together. Uh, and he's Mister Money Mustache. He's a he's a blogger, in this okay. uh, writes a blog about. Uh, it's a weird sort of weird finances blog he's a financial writer. Well, and then uh, we met up with a friend Joey Only okay uh, in Wells British Columbia and did a number of shows making our way to uh to uh the the music on the mountain festival where we okay. spent a weekend all having fun and playing music. So yeah, it was it was a it was a it was a solo tour Wow. It, which uh, up until the point when I met those gents, I okay. hadn't I hadn't sort of, you know, done the road tour thing for a couple of years. So yeah. It was really nice and incredibly, I don't know, what's the word? It's just rejuvenating um, mm-hmm. to do that. I, mm-hmm. I, I thought it would be a lot harder than it was. Um, I remember it touring being a lot harder uh, and more pain, more grueling. mm mm-hmm. In my 20s, and I think now that I have kids, Mm -hmm. uh, everything seems really easy.
1: Interesting.
2: You know, things that previously were difficult. Um, So, yeah, and and it's nice because I finally reached that age that was was fabled, this fabled age that, um, you know, I was always told would come which uh, you don't need enough you don't need as much sleep. I've always been a big sleeper. Yeah. You know 8 9 hours 10 hours a night if yeah. possible. Yeah. And again it, it ties in with having the having kids and yeah. uh you know you just get accustomed to 2 hours of sleep and or 3 or 4 breaking up many naps throughout the day. Right 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 right. It right. blows that whole um that whole you know sleep what, what's the word you know it just bro- blows your whole internal clock to smithereens, and I find I'm much more resilient uh, because of it. I still like to sleep, but if I don't, <laughs> sure, I can do the sure. do the long drives and 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 leave early enough to get to the show with hours to spare to explore the town or nice stop nice. and go for swims along the way. All that okay, stuff okay. makes it so much more human. Um, human. Yeah, 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 human. yeah and yeah. fun. Yes. Beautiful. So many yes. beautiful things that I used to just like say, "Well, that looks neat." I wish I could stop just to, go, to so, go
0: there. So touring on my end versus what you do is very interesting for me because you just painted a really beautiful picture for me. the The idea of just stopping and, and swimming in a lake with, if if you if you've got five or six other people with you, I, I feel like there's that stress of. Well, everybody needs to get in, and and one person might be hungry, whereas another person is tired, whereas another per- three other people want to swim. Yeah. So it's, it's that constant, you know, and I have other friends who have toured before, like even with their spouses, yeah. saying, let's just go swimming. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. This idea of having autonomy. And, and so were you, now, now is touring, can it be a creative space for you because you are in that kind of, you know, um, I don't know, travels with Charlie kind of mode where it's mm-hmm. like, can you write when you're mm-hmm. on the road in that, in that situation?
2: Yeah. Uh, Fun. This time, uh, it really uncorked some stuff for me. Cool. Um, and if, I'm, I'm almost frightened to see where it leads, but I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. What like, do you mean by that? Well, I, I don't know. I, I've got a lot of new songs I'm working okay. on and, and a commitment to sort of. I don't know. I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got some ideas, and I want to see them through to the end. Great. But uh, you know, I'm I have a busy, uh, you know, next several months we will yeah. be busy with uh, with things in the home front. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna, but I'm, I've already spoken with uh, my with Heather, and we're gonna find a way to carve out that uh, that space. That's beautiful. It's stuff that needs to get done.
0: That's beautiful. I really admire what you got cooking right now. This is a beautiful i don't know i just think you've really the fact that you just come back from a month-long tour about a month long right yeah three three and and a half weeks and 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 now just yesterday we're we're communicating and you're already in the studio yeah that's nice what's going on there
2: yeah yeah i would have loved to have shown you and maybe there's another time for sure
0: i'm really into that
2: well it's stuff we i've been working on with edwin burnett um f- and uh, mark raymond fellow play-, uh, play folks are guys are, who are really fantastic
0: hamiltonians
2: yeah okay. uh yeah uh, oh. the, uh, for these the are pieces uh, that i've been working on and playing live for a year or so mm-hmm. but uh, chipping away out over the course of the past few months mm-hmm. really it started like really rough and ready kind of garage recording i want to mm-hmm. do something quick and just get it get a document out there but yep. we of course, as as you do, as one does, just like well, let's go back into this. Let's have more fun with it and trying different versions and getting getting really to the heart of the songs, like uh, maybe I never have before because I didn't have that luxury of uh, just sitting around with pals doing it and and you know nice? just exploring and getting 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 digging really deep. Uh so that was and, and and, just getting right back off to where we, we sort of jumped back into it, Edwin and I. And neat cool. guys, Edwin cool. um is a fellow I started which well, really got me started in a way. I mean there, there are several people I credit to okay. sending me on along this uh this, this this uh So you've been this, playing with them for over a decade. This devious this this terrible path. <laughs> and he's one of one of them. I think yeah, uh, yeah uh, ne- early, early years in London, Ontario we, we there was a show that he helped organize, I think. Or wow. Some mutual, some friends who now live in British Columbia helped organize uh, part of the Fanshawe music thing that oh, yeah. they are doing. The the, the 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 music thing. Yeah, the, industry the, the tactics. College, their 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 own. Yeah, their own industry tactics. They yeah. Got their it's own, a four-year industry tactic program. Yeah. That. Yeah, they, yeah, they they know they know about those tactics, right? Yeah. So they they met them there, and. We just sort of working on a record. No, wait, did you go there? Did you do no. that programme? No. Or you I just didn't met I just, them through I there? I got, yeah roped into that okay. whole okay. tactical sort of sure. plan. That, that that little uh yeah. what do you call it in football when you get a book of
0: anyways, uh the book of uh tactics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, the blitzes, the blitzes.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was a real it was like a, a blitzkrieg mm-hmm. of music of of sonic uh Casual frailty. Yeah. So we we met at a show that was put on there, the Whipping Post or Wh- Whip It Lounge, Whipping Post. I can't remember which one was Ottawa, which one was Old London. Yeah, Ottawa's Whipping Post. Yeah, that was it. And they, I remember they had wooden stars hanging from the ceiling. I'm like, hey, wooden stars. It's yeah. like the wooden stars. I like this place. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun show, and and Edwin recorded that show. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, and one of those tracks made it onto my uh, first record, which I. It's not very avail. I, I, I dub it my embarrassing early works, but but want to play one. Collo- oh my God! Let's play one. Let's oh, play that man. track. Let's oh, okay. play the
0: track that you met that made
2: that he recorded. No, but I'll play another track. Oh, fair okay, enough. Okay, yeah, no, this is the I won't, yeah the next door neighbor track. Yeah, the next door neighbor. Edwin Burnett recorded this. This is an early okay. collaboration between and It's a song called this is this one's called Things to Do with Rage.
3: There's a lot you can do with range There's a lot you can do with range Take it, make it like a game A small puzzle or toy train Where the engineer has got Breezy eyes all glowing Many things I have done with rage. But never once has it ever shone bright blue and phosphorus. There's a little guy inside, he keeps it low. And then takes it in himself. Yes, indeed. There's a lot you can do with rain There's a lot you can do with rain Take it make it burn below Like a furnace or some fuel They're the maintenance men We'll keep it crystalline cool Many things I have done with rage Never once has it ever shone Bright blue and phosphorous There's a
1: little There's guy, a guy inside.
3: inside He keeps it low, And then takes it in himself scraps and some used springs, you can build a small machine, you can build a factory or two.
0: Yeah, fucking a you and Edwin. So he, Edwin <laughs> recorded that, and then yeah. you guys hit it off, and ever yeah. since then, what well,
2: we had, you know, I went spiraling often in, in uh, on tour and in yeah. various, uh, you know, you know, various, various, various. Uh, I, I went. I did a lot of music and traveled, and um, Edwin did a lot of media things, and yeah. we'd always kind of dabbled with with. Intense friendship and 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 then like not talking to to each other for two years and stuff and this sort of fraught sort of supercharged creative, you know, uh, often on often on collaborative uh, uh, relationship. Yeah. And. uh, I think it, it, at a certain age you just kill enough brain cells or yeah whatever and yeah. it just sort of mellows out a bit and that's nice. Now to it's you. just really fun to collaborate with my old pal Edwin and we are uh, reliving and exploring some of those avenues maybe we didn't follow. Maybe we thought oh we should try doing this. Went back back in 2000 or whatever when we were recording my first thing. Yeah. So I really again getting back to the seeds of of what 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 I started with
0: and, and, and hanging out, and it just sounds like out having out. a great time, eh? Yeah,
2: and using that as a, it's just a real foothold, you know, to 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 reaffirm like that this is a necessary, this is an important part of our lives, you know, music making among, among amid, amid the, the amid the fray, you know, and, and I think last year was, it was one of those, you know, we, you all have those those those, those you know, when you're indecisive, or when you think maybe, maybe yeah. this is it. Maybe I'm gonna just hunker down and yeah. and not, you know, put that, put that, put that stuff aside for a while. But, uh, yeah. it, it, put, uh, it was, you know, I th- you I, I did for a year. I put music aside for a while and didn't realize how crazy it made me until um, yeah, until I toured it again. Yeah, uh, and then diving back into this recording project with Edwin and Mark Raymond, who's uh, as well someone I've, I've worked with for years and a really Really unique musical force. Really uh, uh, profound uh, musical force here in town. He'll hate that I, yeah, said something
0: like that. Well, he's not a real (laughs) he's not a real Hamiltonian. Like you're you're right in Hamilton. You live (laughs) right in the heart of Hamilton, (laughs) whereas he's more on the outskirts. I understand.
3: I'm right from.
0: (laughs) Listen, what the picture that you're painting. I want to touch on it a little bit, though. The idea of a going squirrely if you don't make music and i think you're you're the kind of guy that has to make music to stay on that to stay kind of sane uh, maybe it's uh, one word and but then <laughs> but then the idea of these friendships that we make along the way and the, and the new friendships and the new connections you make but the the ones like like uh, like mark and edwin i think that's really special to me you know it's it's um and it's not even the point maybe about making the recording it's more the point about like aging with this material and 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 developing new material and i don't know just seeing the relationships kind of go along the way if you don't fuck them up too badly like i'm really impressed with the fact that you mentioned that you had your ups and downs but you still constantly kind of kind of kept connected right and that's that's kind of cool that's kind of cool to me.
2: Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned yeah age as a backdrop to to the creative process, like the aging. I I'm excited aging about Aging process it. is, is it's incredibly. I think maybe that's maybe only maybe. I don't know. As a weirdo, I find yes. it very empowering to get older. Fucking right, me too, man. And, like and mellow into into totally shit that's been going on for years and yeah you know get a bit of command over it a bit i don't know
0: yeah and and maybe and interesting to me that you said like initially when you were weird there was a bit a bit of a deliberate kind of admiration of the weird and even wanting to replicate other weirdos that you might have known but now Mm -hmm. it's like now it's like more free natural weird and maybe it comes I, i just love the fact that you can keep that up and keep it going you know there's something about that to me that's really cool as uh, aging as a weirdo. I think that's that, That's what I'm kind of getting at. It is, I look at so many other artists I know, how do you want to age as an artist? And and for me, it's like, keep doing it. Keep these friendships going. The relationships are a huge part of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the work, right? Seeing where it goes keeping it challenging to you Um, how do you do do that how do you keep it kind of fresh or I Hmm. I don't know I'm interested in like in 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 your brain in how you kind of I don't know hmm how you kind of make sense of it
2: yeah um well right now it feel in the past few years I mean I say last year I was on Mm -hmm. a bit of a hiatus but it was I wasn't entirely I was still gigging and playing but and, and, it, and it became yeah. all that much more, more of an outlet mm-hmm. uh, and you know if, if I have this time to uh, play music and to make things mm-hmm. and if it's that time is limited, limited it's all the, the, the work is all that more concentrated and, ha- and has to be more, efi- more efficiently done um, so you get uh, good at I, get, I feel like I've improved at doing things right the first time Yeah, and uh, you know, and when that time is even more sacred, you know, when you get you get to just dive in and forge and feel like un un, uninhibited, it's there's so much more. There's so much more to draw from. So many more experiences and so much more turmoil and conflict that I might not have really thought of as such until you get into the studio and realize, oh my God, I've just gone through this, you know, Mm -hmm. this this indescribable crap in these other parts of my life that i at the moment i thought was entirely normal and and but having this this way to step outside of it i can see that that's it's a fucking weird thing to to have happened to me and now we can you know reflect on it sanely you know and make some music in response to uh i'm trying to give examples without yeah, yeah. being too you know no, deeply no, no. incriminating or you know reveal too much about one's <laughs> yeah. life but i'm sure you
0: yeah, yeah, appreciate. Yeah. yes I, I can so I, so i don't get the email the day later saying hey can you delete that part that yeah. I, I said that mark doesn't live in the heart of hamilton and i do that's gonna it's get funny. me in shit it's really.
2: funny you said <laughs> that. Because, yeah because well you, you, i don't know do you know mark raymond he's, i don't oh I he's don't just want a, to. he's just a, a humble again I, he'll probably hate me for saying this but he's like a pillar of the music uh, uh, just silently and brilliantly a uh, uh, very important uh, fellow in in, in Hamilton and, okay uh, in terms of its its creative uh, its creative soul so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he lives in the
0: heart of it <laughs> but I but one of the things that you mentioned that really struck me there was m- making sense and pulling themes out of your your life experience and as we all get older you know getting away from like i mean the themes that you're able to kind of tackle being a weirdo i think are also very freeing right it's this you could you can write about anything you're mm-hmm. not you're not going after i mean radio is dead we've all outlived radio that is it's something a, i've always it's a fun thing enjoyed yeah uh, I, I,
2: the way i describe it is that the industry sort of collapsed to meet me or whatever. Like, you feel like, you know, mm. doing, I don't know. Okay, that term, I still have like, I get my back up on that term weird because so okay. for so many years you have this relationship with, you know, the, the popular concept of music and on one hand I'm writing music that I think is for everyone. Like I'm, right. I'm writing the song and I think everyone will like it <laughs> and it might be just you know, some might you know, and, and it is, turns out it's not for everyone, okay? And it, it turns out like like a, a minuscule sliver or subset of humanity could could you sort of see what I see in in a particular song or whatever, mm-hmm. and, then, mm-hmm. and then I end up writing so many different songs that don't always appeal to the same subset or the same sliver um, of of, of yeah. humanity. Yeah, uh, I find, and um, and so that you know if you asked me then and asked me now,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, I would say that it's not weird music. It's right. Not, I'm okay. not being weird. and Okay. It, I, you know, I, I wasn't intentionally being strange at the time, but I, I, was as, I was too because, you know, you're reacting, you're railing against convention
0: um, and that's kind of a weird thing to do. But you're already, you, I've asked this of a few who, who have been on this podcast. Do you consider yourself to be an outsider in Canadian music or do you feel good about your place here
2: yeah I feel yeah I guess I guess that that's what it boils down to at this time now I feel great about it yeah and uh yeah in the past I used to probably have more of a chip on my shoulder than I do now maybe Uh, in the past I you know Uh I, I think I expected the world to change for me or something okay um and yeah maybe it did
0: (laughs) well man maybe it did you know like and that's great like i i think it's really great i don't know i i see the country as embracing you and and you not me you working hard to develop that audience and and make those trips and 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 i i don't know i think there's it's really admirable to me to see how hard you work at what you do and how much you've put in
2: i like that i like all the nice things you're saying (laughs) <laughs> but um, I think I meant it, hopefully I meant it in a non-narcissistic way. Yeah. When, when I say the world changed for me, it just, that is what you had mentioned before and what, yeah. what I sort of uh, tried to frame as well, that, that with the changing music industry, it's, yeah. it's almost, I mean, if, if uh, you and I, we've done it for years, decades, whatever, mm. and carved out our niche or carved out a nook. And it's easy, easier maybe to do that now, maybe because yeah. the, the you know it's yeah. it's easier to fumble along and get and get the word out without relying on so many gatekeepers or, or whatever.
1: Uh, um, Let's tactical, go back to whatever them.
2: tactical term uh, yeah. is fitting in that. Yes, yes, in that old milieu, yes. right? And so that's what I meant when, when I felt like the world changed for me, or that the the industry collapsed to to to
0: suit me just fine. How? Um as an artist and and you coming up before you you came up pre-internet, right? There was a world that you were involved in pre the internet, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, well, it was always internet, but it was pre-blogging, right? It was sure. and I had this I I was oh, I don't I don't know if I can describe it in too much detail without going down the 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 sort of psychotic spiral no, no, of no early 20s but um i had a you know a lot of performative elements a lot of interactive you know w- interactions with the audience that were challenging and um fun hopefully for a subset of the audience and uh and i did it i was really committed to this mailing list this email mailing list that oh I, yeah I, you know i was very Persuasive at my shows to get everyone to sign up to this. So you're, this you're, thing, and so I, I was doing this, and yeah. eventually it was it was pre-blog and pre-sort of this this modern concept of internet writing. Um, and I totally burnt myself out on it. I just kind of had this social overwhelmed with this social paranoia after sort of putting out these these <sighs> these narratives uh, week after week or every two weeks. Um, they were they were diary entries then. Well, kind, kind of? of like well, was- I was I was sort of. And I still do this, but I was kind of mythologizing my experience as a mm-hmm. as a traveling musician, and it would it would get ever more mm-hmm. I would blur the lines between like diary entry and complete fantasy okay. uh, or fiction ever more uh, and you know play with anyone who would read these things uh, you know cha- basically the implicit challenge was you know to try to weed out what at what point does it start getting. Fantastical, or whatever, or delusional, yeah. or whatever, or fictional, or, or opportunistic in terms of the, the narrative elements I'm adding into the story, mm. uh, and so I was doing that. Oh, Here we go, you you yeah. you taking I, I fall into the wax hole.
0: Yeah, cool. but, uh Here we are in the wax <laughs> hole.
2: And so, I, so, I, but doing that, you, you know, you, you have to confront yourself and you know, what you're doing and why you're doing it. And, you know, if I'm misleading people. Why is that artistically valid? Is there some artistry in that or is, why it just, is that fun? Why is it fun? Yeah, is it was it for a tactical uh, business purpose uh-huh. to try to entice people? or is it is it sort of a self-sabotage thing where I'm pushing intentionally pushing people away from my music and from my performances, which I think is part of it, and I think that's still there with what I do. Mm-hmm. There's a certain mm-hmm. uh, insecurity that that, uh, that you know, so I put up walls. but uh, wax hole. What have you done to me? No. No, so... Um, you're okay. You're okay. You're free. <laughs> yeah, of course. I just joke. So, where was I with that? I, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, and so I stopped doing that for you. I stopped writing. And just okay. this, this past tour, I've I've uh, I I've felt that's part of what's been uncorked. So,
0: yeah? Yeah, I feel Like, like you're I, bringing that back?
2: I, I feel more comfortable writing uh, okay. songs and uh you know stringing uh, st- stringing prose together okay so i used to get, you used to get a kick out of that right on and i and I'd, right won- on.
0: I'd wondered what happened to it um and that's so nice to hear that the road brought that back hey eh? like i'm i'm really inspired by it to hear that that just taking it on and it with a new perspective brought this out you know it, it became almost a a healer in that regard, or or it, it 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 uncorked what was there and and went away for a little bit. You know that's kind of cool to me. Um, I think I think it's you know I
2: feel lucky that I have uh, related but very different parts of my life. Yeah, and I think uh, more people should because life's change life changes so dramatically without warning uh and yeah if all you if if you've if you've got a single singular identity Mm -hmm. you know whether it's you know your work or just your family or Mm -hmm. you know just your art Mm -hmm. if you've got a singular identity if the 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 the, i can't imagine what it would be like to have the wool pulled out from under you and not have another not not to have sort of a diversified Inve- portfolio in your uh, uh, in your life experience in in who you are,
1: mm.
2: you know if, if you're if you're an investment banker and suddenly that's gone, or you're a truck driver and suddenly it's automated, you know, and that's all you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whereas if you have something else that you do and enjoy, whether it's lucrative or not, at least you have your sanity.
0: Um, that's really beautifully put. The the idea of the art and 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 what you do musically being a component but not the only aspect or you're, it's it's multi-dimensional right what what you what we all do i mean but that's a very good point right to just live in that one world wow you know um hey what, what i was getting at earlier was the idea of you as a diy uh, do you feel yourself oh, so so one of the things for our tacticians listening at home would you consider your, how well supported have you been from the, our, our, our silly Canadian music industry or, or abroad music industry? And how much of it have you had to carry solo just because you had to? I've always, uh, done things on my own with
2: help. <laughs> so I've had, uh, I've worked with, uh, various small labels, uh, you know, friends, friends who want to, uh. You know, help promote music, or uh, I mean, there's uh, Cocky Records back in the day with Cornwood and Fox and uh, hmm. Dean Watson, uh, their old label. We, we toured Ottawa together on a on a grant that they were able to secure. Okay, uh, Ottawa. Did I say tour Ottawa? We toured Australia together on a grant that they were able to secure, um, uh-huh. and that was amazing. Um, after that, I sort of put a couple of records out just independently. With Sonic Onions distribution channel, okay. and at that time, yeah. I had uh, a manager to, you know, help find uh, find some some ins and outs, some inroads for that work. Um, I, I my, my my coziest collaboration was with Zunior, uh, just the digital the the awesome small digital label in Canada. They have a, a boutique sort of. Mm-hmm pressings that they do, yeah, and I put out a couple of records with them. Uh, they've just distributed it. but uh, it's it's always fallen back to okay, I mean there's no sort of lasting contractual thing right it, It's always fallen back to sort of what do I want to do with this next record And uh, as well as a, there's a label in Germany I've worked with as well. Uh, artful sounds and they've been awesome when I choose to reach out with them and tour them tour Germany they're always there to lend a helping hand um but uh yeah it's it's on a case by case basis I
0: like it and 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 as much help as you can get and support as you can get and people who believe in what you do you're taking it yeah it makes sense but you're not you're not necessarily waiting for it or it's not guiding your artistic decisions. You're saying, I'm, I'm doing this and I'll find as much support as I can get for it. Yeah, exactly. Makes or sense. I'll just,
2: you know, put it out independently, which is, yeah. is, is a, yeah. fi- a fine choice as well.
0: But, and uh, so what are you doing? I've read online that you've been doing some stuff with Jenny too, Jenny Omnicord. Is that still a thing? There's a collaborative label with her? Oh,
2: oh with label fantastic piece. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I think they put out a record or two and, uh, there's uh, an EP, or sorry, a 7-inch or an EP or a vinyl 7-inch that that Jenny and I uh, have been, you know, floating the idea of releasing. Okay. Um, probably on label Fantastic. I think it's just a moniker that Love it. That, that Jenny uses to to, to draw attention to, to music that she likes out that way. And, and I'm happy to, uh, you know, thumbs up as much as possible
0: absolutely absolutely uh, so creative
2: release something uh, when when the time is right if if that's still going it was a neat uh, collaboration we did up in not jenny and i know this was the headless owl guys up in white horse uh right they had a really cool project up there getting uh who was it matthias calm Uh steve Lamke. Ah. uh i hope you said that right uh Construction and Destruction, Shotgun Jimmy, and uh, and Michael Foyer Stack. Oh yeah, yeah, wow. And I'm missing someone there. Embarrassed to say, we we made a collaborative record. uh, And while you were up there, yeah, it was a really cool idea. Um, We all sort of brought something to the mix or an unfinished song, and we played on one another's songs. Oh wow. A a a uh, a fledgling supergroup <laughs> <laughs> is it coming out or it's co- it, it's is, out. It, it's
0: out yeah it's called it's called community theater can we play your track from community theater or would that be uh a... no,
2: if i can find it yeah i think i
0: have yeah yeah sure we can it's called quickening and uh yeah wow man that sounds like a really was that a fun experience to go up there and just collaborate with I guess you hadn't worked with all those guys before. Yeah, it was great.
2: It was super memorable. Wow, nice. A beautiful, wintry sort of place to, to to work in. To to feel isolated but connected at once. And uh, he'll push my musical boundaries and find ways to, to (sighs) enter other enter the music that other people brought Mm -hmm. and make something you know. Very very sort of divergent but unified terms of sort of the the people involved. Divergence. Is that the right word? Diverse. Diverse. Diverse but and divergent. Yeah, divergent.
0: Can I ask you uh, on that before we play the tune and maybe we're going to, is it a nice tune to end on? Uh, Sure. Yeah, I think so. Because we're hitting that mark. But I want to ask you what, I have a few other things I want to dig in. Oh man, there's so much to ask you. But what was the collaboration like up there? Like what, that must have been really rich, eh? Did w- was there ego involved, or was everybody just super cool and complimentary? How did it go? It was pretty chill. There was there, there were who spearheaded it? Was, it was the label? It
2: was, it was hardly
0: bristly at all. No, there was okay. a lot of really. Okay.
2: I mean, when you're when you're hammering away at stuff in the studio, there's you know, but it was it was like pe- everyone was really eager to to. Participate on as many projects as possible,
0: and uh, and you were all super there supportive. Yeah, for a festival or what? Like what? Nah,
2: well, it was a, yeah, it was a, what was it, a week of recording okay. and then uh, two uh-huh. two two shows uh, two performances at the end. One in, one in Dawson City and playing one, that one material White Horse. Yes.
0: Oh, sick.
2: Yeah, it was. This it's got to be video over
0: that is very okay i'll see if i could dig it up and 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 link to it when we release the podcast but that's that's to me that's very i really admire what those guys are doing then because that sounds like a very well-thought model if you're gonna bring people up to a festival or whatever it is like they they, i don't know they really they put something together there didn't they
2: yeah i hope they do it again or i hope i hope uh i mean yeah i hope they do it again but it uh you know it was, a, it was it, it's a beautiful place to work to If you ever get to Whitehorse or Dawson City, they're just really um, isolated but warm and cozy and uh, and uh, government-funded towns <laughs> that are uh, you know ideal for for. I can see why you know they have artist retreats and, and whatnot up there. And there's, there's so many you know little little gold mining shacks and and weird roads that don't go anywhere and you know. Yeah. Death and sunrises and things in that in that part of the country.
0: Well, man, uh, before we break to the song, I want to thank you for opening up not only your home to to this experience, but also your your you know, you remo- for sharing all, all all that you shared. It's really a, a real pleasure to connect with you. Thanks. Thanks, Rich. And what's the tune called?
2: This is quickening.
0: Okay, here it comes now. The shaking. Mm-hmm.
4: When the beast rises up When the beast rises everyone Hide your love, come fortune, come fame Don't learn his name When the beast takes the stand Hear his word, but be wary this perfect brand If you call his lies, he'll know your hand Our stranger hands touch forever The east from the west, where they meet, we'll be putting this peace to rest. A wine from his will, a from his breath.
0: you to mr mannequin for having me uh great pleasure and i mean that one of canada's great showmen, uh, an incredible songwriter wax mannequin chris it was a real treat and uh please let us know what you thought of that chat why don't you interject intervene retweet retweet the stink out of it at industry tactics and we'll see you again next time Every other Monday, boys and girls, on Industry Tactics. Bye for now.